0: Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you loud and clear. How is life? So
1: fantastic, man! I really can't complain. I I can honestly say right now is the best I've ever been. Even with all this bullshit going on in the world, it's the best I've ever been feeling, man.
0: Real. Wow. Okay. So, what is making this the best you've ever felt? Like, man, yeah. What's this uh, uh, this this past year.
1: You know, in two thousand one, I finally figured it out. You know, like for years before, everybody was quarantining. I was on my monk shit. I was quarantining. Yo, I don't know if you want to do an intro or what, but I don't know. I just kind of jumped in there. <laughs> oh, no, no. I yeah, want yeah, to do, yeah. do an intro. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: all, right, all right. Okay, definitely. <laughs> so hello to the person who's listening and welcome once again to another episode of the Game Global Podcast hosted by me, Kieran Callum. So today, 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 got quite a... An interesting podcast. So I've got a man here who goes by the name of Action Motherfucking Bronson. Oh, sorry, Johnson. <laughs> Br- Jack- Jackson 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 Oh, All right, sorry, I thought it was Johnson. Okay, Jackson, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Action Motherfucking Jackson. Wow. Okay, that that sounds very powerful. And what we're going to speak about today is, to be honest, we don't even really know. You see, usually, usually there's like an agenda with these uh, with these episodes, but today I just want to talk talk chat about life being a man women dating health fitness whatever and just kind of get to know really so you were saying that right now is the best you've ever been why yes, sir
1: yes, sir all right so like i was saying this whole pandemic brought about this quarantine where everybody's gonna mm. lock the way but i've been on my, my monk shit for the past few years so i was already quarantining myself and getting to know myself on that more energetic, that more spiritual level. Okay. So last year I came into a a place of a, 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 a place of stability in that knowing. So now whenever I have a, let's say I have a problem, I know that there's a part of me that has all the solutions, that knows all, the soul part, the spirit, the source part of you, you know, the energy part, the non-physical. It's a part of you, it's not outside of you, good. The the entity that they call God is you, you know, you have that power within. So when you rest in that knowing that that's what's what's walking with you at all times, you don't fear anything. You don't see anything as a problem, you know? And I finally came into that knowing of, uh, since I was practicing and learning so much about that over the past few years, it finally hit me. It finally became ingrained. That finally became my default thought pattern. To always go back to who I truly am, to who I was before I got you, you know. So now it's just like shit, man. Life is life is good. It's always been. It's always getting better, and it's always working out for me. And not just me, it's you too, you know, all of us. But not us, right. not everybody has learned these
0: things. No, well, okay. So what I think I'm hearing you saying is, you have come to this place where you realize that nothing can actually harm you, and that you're just great, and you're fine, and you're wonderful doing whatever being wherever the hell you are whatever on earth is going on around you none of that stuff can actually affect you to the core and that's basically what you're saying So, yes, sir all right how so I have an idea of what you're going to say, but I know there's a lot of people who are listening who are like, okay, that sounds too good to be true. How the hell did he pull this off? I don't believe this guy. I think this guy might be chatting some bullshit. That, you know, it sounds like some snake oil salesman kind of talk. So, how on earth did you get to this point? Like, what's going on? Like, seriously, how? Okay, how how far do you want me to go back? This is like a journey. Sure. You know? you take it, take it. You go back right, as far sure. as you <laughs> feel like you need to go in order to give me that. I like to give right. me the full, the full story. So go back as far as you feel like. Okay. You need to
1: go. Right. For sure, for sure, for sure. All right. So, um, I was in the navy for a while. I did four years in the navy. When I got out of the navy, I uh, went to college for a little bit. I didn't like that, so I dropped out after like two years. And I went on this, uh, I became a personal trainer. I became a personal trainer. So I'm out here doing my thing. I'm not making a lot of money, but this guy hits me up and he says he wants me to train him a few times a week. And well, actually, let me let's pull it back a little bit. I wasn't making a lot of money as a personal trainer. So I was feeling a certain way. I was feeling stressed out. I was feeling upset, scared, frustrated. So I knew that if I was going to continue on the entrepreneurial path of not working for somebody else, I was going to have to steal my mind against those thoughts, okay? So I got into self-improvement. I started listening to a whole lot of Tony Robbins shit, anybody who was going to teach me how to be a better me, you know? So it didn't take this huge traumatic experience for me to begin my my, uh, my self-improvement journey. As soon as I saw I didn't like how I was feeling, I was right on it. Okay. So that kind of began that whole path. So I get into this stuff and miraculously, now I can look back now and understand how manifestation works, but I didn't know it then. But just like a uh, three months, maybe two, three months after I got into Tony Robbins shit, I met my first millionaire mentor and this he's this business consultant and he just out of the blue was somebody who wanted me to train him at his house. Turns out he's this guy who can teach me marketing and I was actually trying to learn that kind of shit, you know. So he brings me under his wing. He uh, invites me to all these events. And then I meet my second millionaire mentor, who was a great friend of Tony Robbins. Like he was actually his, teaching his wealth mastery classes for him. And he's got this, these awards and shit from Tony. And also, Tony had him pretty much take this monk around pretty much around the world, you know, kind of kind of watching over him. And him and this monk, they had these fun experiences just traveling the world, helping people to be happy. Okay? So I meet this guy. We have all these experiences. We we write two books in a weekend. And that's how, I, like, I figured out how powerful Focus is. He invites me to these, his events, his retreats and shit. And at one of the retreats, he also invites this monk that he's been hanging out with. So I meet the monk. And at the end of the retreat, I ask him, like, yo, what can I take from this and share with the world? And he's, like, happy. Like you motherfucking right happiness, I was like hell yeah I can do that. I was already making little goofy videos and shit. I'm already a, a, a jovial type motherfucker, you know. So now I had a, a goal to really be that, like purposely, you know. So that's pretty much what set me on the path to this monster that I do now. But that was it. Still took years for me to understand that happiness is actually what aligns you to this 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 entity that they call. God or aligns you to the universe or source or spirit or whatever the fuck you want to call it, this non-physical energy is there and your joy actually aligns you to it because it has its own perspective of life. I can look at life from my perspective of being a human being and see that my bills need to be paid, uh, my ankles hurt, all kinds of shit going on, but the spirit sees everything as going well. And if you do have an issue, there's a solution for it every time.
0: So that's pretty much okay. how I got started on this entire thing. All right, so I I have another question for you uh-huh. because what you basically you said certain which All right. It's one thing to know something as a concept and then it's another uh-huh. thing to actually integrate it into your being. So for instance, everything you've just said there, you've just said, "Oh, well, um nothing can really harm you. Your soul kind of knows your soul has a plan for you and if bad things are happening on the external, it's actually going well internally, etc. etc. So it's one- Oh wait, not 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 quite, not quite, not quite. If bad things are happening externally, that's because
1: of how you're feeling about yourself, about your life. Because everything mm. external
0: is a reflection of how you feel. Okay, cool. Great. But you see here is my point so you've said that right and everybody who is listening to this has heard you say that so everybody who's listening to this could now then say okay if bad things happen to me that's a reflection of how i'm feeling about myself great but that isn't gonna stop them from having the bad stuff happen to them because it's like it's a concept so how does one actually go from hearing something like that and going oh that sounds yeah that sounds that doesn't just sound interesting i think that might even be true i would like that to be true i'd like that to be a part of my experience how do you go from that to actually believing it
1: testing it then you test it by changing your perspective of things let's say you have a problem you're looking at a problem like a problem so you're tied up and trying to solve a problem so your energy is like locked up in this problem you're confused about the problem now there's a problem and there's a solution for every problem the key is to shift your focus from the problem to the solution even if you don't know what the solution is yet you can trust that there is a solution right you know you can change and that changes your energy because when you're focused on a problem like i said you're confused you might you might even be frustrated about the problem but the energy around the solution is joyous you know it's relief it's satisfaction So by having more satisfaction, by choosing more satisfying thoughts, more consistently in your life, you're more aligned. And that's when you're really in the flow of the universe, the natural flow of things. And the flow of things is always for your highest good. Okay. So the first thing you can do is start managing your moods more. Start being in joy more. Of course, there's all kinds of shit happening, but you can't let your external conditions affect how you feel all the time. Because then you just then you're you're always under the control of something outside of yourself. Hmm.
0: So I had something happen to me a few years ago. And it's just kind of come to me to bring this up now. At some point I learned about the law of attraction. I think I watched The Secret or God knows what it was, but it was the first time in my life where I came across the concept of your thoughts dictate your reality and I'm like oh, is that true all right then well let's give it a shot now I walked around the streets all day every day telling myself that I was going to go on holiday that year I had no way of making that a reality because I did not have the money I didn't I was broke I was like 23 at the time still living with my parents just come back from university I didn't have the cash I had no idea how it was gonna happen but I just told myself and then, surprise, surprise, after a few months of doing that, my dad tapped me on the shoulder and said, Kieran, would you like to go on holiday? And it's the first time he's ever said that. And he's never said it since. But he said it then. And then I actually ended up going on holiday. And I was like, whoa. I was like, that was really weird. And then there was another time when, this might have been a couple of years after that, I wanted to do this self-development course called Landmark Forum. And basically i'm having a call with the woman she's like a recruiter for landmark forum and she says kieran this course is 365 pounds i remember that because it was exactly the same amount of days in the year anyway what's my point i i didn't have the money i didn't and i was like can i do some sort of payment plan and she said no kieran you have to pay everything in advance it's like ah oh, are you sure you can't work something out no kieran that can't be done Damn it. So then the only thing that I knew how to do, I just decided to walk the streets and tell myself I was going to get the money for Landmark Forum. That's all I did. <laughs> and you know what happened? <laughs> On the actual deadline day for Landmark Forum, I swear to God, it's the craziest thing in the world, but I had a check from the government come through the mail. It was for exactly 365 pounds. let exactly. fucking go. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs>
1: I, I couldn't just believe it. Yeah, That's how it's supposed to go, bro. That's how it's supposed to go. And you've always been creating like this, but now you're conscious, you're focusing. Before, mm-hmm. your, your focus is never, it's, you're never, you're always distracted, you're always back and forth, you're always doubting and then, and then not doubting and doubting and then not doubting. Your energy's up and down and up and down. When you just focus on what you want and don't put your focus on what you don't want and just stick there, things come faster. And you prove to yourself that it works. That's the key thing. Because I can tell you all day about this shit. But you won't believe it
0: until you prove it to yourself that it's real. All right. So this podcast that you're on right now is one where we usually, it's like 95, no, 99% dating, really. So if you scroll back through all of the past episodes, it's like how to meet women on the street, how to meet women in bars and clubs, blah, 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 blah. You know, boosting your confidence for dating etc etc something I've alluded to in past episodes and I think you will agree but I would still like to hear you speak on that if you can it's a guy who is having issues meeting the opposite sex would you say that fundamentally the issue is that he believes he has an issue and that he's go. created hmm that's it. That's
1: it. That is it. If you think there's a problem, you're stuck in the problem. If you're stuck in frustration about a problem, you're gonna be uh perpetuating that problem over and over again.
0: With, and uh, it, go ahead. Mm. Well, I got a question which is I mean, problems are very they feel real and they feel visceral and they feel gripping. So mm-hmm. let's say for instance you're like okay i want to manifest some money but you don't have money currently you look in your bank account and your bank account is empty but you want to believe you know you want to create this reality where you have god knows how much in the bank and a successful business or whatever Mm -hmm. how is it then that somebody focuses their thoughts when everything around them is attempting to pull them into where they are so for instance you go okay i am good with women let's say you say that i'm good with women and women women love me and women want to be around me but you're on tinder and you don't have any matches zero and you're constantly being ghosted and you haven't had sex with a woman who isn't an escort for like three years
1: It's gonna take time, of course, but because right now, coming off of those L's, you have a belief ingrained, a belief pattern ingrained, like I'm not attractive. It's gonna take time for you to turn everything around. You know how, like a shit, a big ass shit, it takes time for that motherfucker to turn around because it's so damn big. So it takes time for those those new thoughts to get ingrained. What you can do is instead of being so specific and saying, I, 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 I have all these women, just say, I am attractive. Be more in be more general specifics, they often cause us to have those kind of uh, uh, like a, a confusion about it because of the experience that we've had. But if I just say I'm attractive, you know, I could be attractive to all people, you know, I could just be attractive in my energy towards uh, people who, who are at the store or something. This, you know, that kind of thing, it doesn't have to be just women straight off because I know to have the experience that I've had can kind of throw off those thoughts if i just say i'm attractive i'm fun to be around i'm a happy person you know that those kind of things those ideas will bring your energy out of that that funk and it's all about energy you know even if even if you don't talk about relationships and things like that even just in your joy and focusing on how well your career is going then the relationships will follow on that because it's not about the topic it's about the energy overall so i could be feeling good about money and be
0: attracting women just because i'm feeling good overall you know what you're saying is some guy who is feeling bad about one particular area of his life let's say Mm -hmm. again women should actually Mm -hmm. just focus on feeling good in general and then that good feeling will have a ripple effect onto every other part of his life
1: you got it just like that and the same thing happens with you thinking a bad thing but you have all these good things going on the bad thing can block all the other blessings. So the key is count those your count blessings. Keep, keep counting your blessings. Always remain in that good feeling place where you just know things are going well for you and things will go well for you. What you believe is what you
0: receive. All right. So. I, 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 did, I did want to add something to that. Yeah,
1: You might, You might actually be moving into that. If, if you're still on dating, I wanted to add something there, but I think you're about to, we might actually move into it. So go ahead.
0: Um, what was I going to say? It's just, what I was going to say is, just like, again, how? Okay. So like, for the guy, the guy who's listening has no idea, like, how, so, say for instance, me, when I was younger, I used to really hate myself with a massive passion. I did not think I was worth much at all. So if you said to me when I was 18, hey, see yourself as being whatever, Like, I'd probably try, but I'm constantly being pulled back to you're horrible, you're worthless, you're pathetic, you're a troll, you're this and you're this. And it's almost like this is how it felt. It's like the automatic programming of my brain is kind of like a tank. And me trying to control my thoughts is like, you know, like that slingshot Bart Simpson has. It's yeah. like firing that slingshot at a tank. Now, maybe if you fire the slingshot at a tank for ten years constantly, and the tank did <laughs> nothing, maybe you might put a little tiny dent in the tank. Maybe, but it'd be, it's like it doesn't feel like that. So, I guess what I'm saying is like, what what did you do? Well, I I actually had an advantage
1: because a lot of people, they have a childhood that, that's like traumatic in some ways. It keeps them in a loop like hating themselves. My dad was very empowered. He was a very confident man, a dominant actor. So a lot of that rubbed off on me. I learned that from him, to be confident in myself, to be empowered in myself, to know that I don't need to stamp any bullshit. So I'm really empowering people's stupidity. Um, he always, and as a man, he always said that he loved me and every day, I heard it from my dad, every day. So not only was I given that masculine confidence, but I was given that emotional stability as well. And not a lot of people have that. Now, mm-hmm. that can go either way. I can Now, when you have that, you can either become attached to validation from somebody or you can become independent. I became independent. But as like I said, you can have all those things go well and you still become somebody who's always trying to get validation from somebody. So when it comes down to it, it's all about understanding that nobody outside of you can tell you how to feel about yourself. Everything is within. So you need to make a a definite effort to love yourself. And the thing about it is we're in a society where a man is only as valuable as his productivity. And that's fucked up for us because we really... Our have no fucking no worse unless or no worse for everybody else I should say, unless we're doing something that's valuable for them when in reality we are worse we were born worse nobody ever tell us that stuff they say go out and get a wife and a kid and a job and all this shit and then people might be okay with you and then all those things you get they don't really fulfill you you're just going out and getting because somebody
0: told you to get them. somebody told hey, you to get hey hey okay, hold on um you're starting to sound very muffled have you done something with your phone yeah it's actually started raining like hell outside okay okay yeah that's much better okay can you just repeat everything you just said again because i could barely understand what you were saying but it sounded like you were making some very powerful points definitely i I, I love
1: talking about this so as men Mm. we're in a society Mm. that does not value us unless we're out there being productive for the society. And even yep. women have been taught that we're not valuable unless we're providing that value for society. So we go out and we focus on everything but ourselves. We focus on everything but our happiness. We get the money, we get the women, we get the car, we get the house, and we come to the conclusion that none of it is really fulfilling. There's people that die with all those things are still miserable. People have all that shit and still hate their life, you know? And it's because we're taught to chase those things, so we feel valued by other people. When in reality, we were born valued. You're born worthy. You don't have to do all those things to feel valued, unless you're trying to be valued by everybody else. But the key is to value yourself. Yourself. You know, nobody tells us that. It's all about your self worth. And once you start to value yourself, everybody
0: else will too, regardless of what you do. You know, if I'm going to be honest with you, that's mm-hmm. something that I struggle with. Sorry. I have not divorced myself from this idea of as a man, my worth is tied into what I can provide. I, I really haven't. And funnily enough, that only, that actually kicked in with me relatively recently. Relatively. So up until I was about 24, 25, I actually just didn't give a shit at all. I remember one of my first, no, actually my first girlfriend, she was really rich. Like, in comparison to me, I was from, like, a relatively working-class family, but she was, like, descended from royalty in Sri Lanka. Like, genuinely. Her parents had, like, 17 homes around the world and stuff like that. And she had a lot more money than I did. And I actually didn't give a crap when we were together. I didn't. But she did. And this was, like, my first real experience of that because like it just wasn't part of my worldview at all she had more money than me I didn't care but she always wanted to do things that I well she felt like I held her back from doing and that was very uh what's the word I'm looking for frustrating to her and then bit by bit by bit over time I came to sort of see and realize that the way the world viewed me was completely down to my output and what I actually could provide. And I don't know, have you ever struggled with thoughts like that yourself?
1: Um, no, I haven't. And this is because of my upbringing, you know? Mm. I was always confident in myself that I could do something. And when it came to women, they really didn't have any kind of weight on my life. They never had, to be honest with you. They cool. But they're not a prize to be going chasing after and spend all my time trying to get to you know and to be honest I get told a lot I, I don't have to do all that running around this so to be honest you know yeah so you- I, 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 I've never I've never kept that's my my value in somebody else's hands and I think it started with my mom and that was just because she because of how she was she's like very analytical very critical and judgmental. When I was a kid, I remember a time when she wanted, she was like going through my school shit and seeing how unorganized I was. Like, you need to be more organized. Like, most people would have been like, yes, mom, okay, mom, and end up being a fucking people pleaser for the rest of their life. And I was like, shit, if you like, if you like those other students' organization, go adopt them. That was my thoughts. Like, fuck it. I'm not gonna fucking bend over backwards trying to please you. Because once you do that, it's, it, it never stops. People keep on wanting more and more and more and more and more from you, you know? So I just like I was like fuck that. And my dad, I had my dad who was always empowered. He never said no shit like be a different person. Even when I didn't get into basketball, like he liked basketball, he was still fucking with me. He was still empowering me at every turn, you know. So when my mom said that shit, I was like man, whatever, I don't care about that shit. No, so no, I don't mm-hmm. haven't had that that feeling that I need to
0: please people. I never had that, feeling, you know. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. So it's funny, right? Um, something that i've kind of come to realize in the past few years and you basically just said this you said that women are cool but you're not going to spend all your time chasing after them so i am in a community of men you must have heard of it like the seduction community fucking pick oh, yeah. up whatever the <laughs> hell you want to call it yeah, like, yeah the long and short of it is i'm i'm in that community and this community is full of men who grew up not having attention from women that's basically it. because the guy like even like the men who are at the top right if you're like some guys at the top and you've you've learned how to meet tons of girls you can meet them on the streets and duh, duh, duh. even that the level of time and effort that you have to put in to actually get that good and all of the rejection that you constantly face and whatever the only real way that men are motivated to actually do that is if they come from a real place of pain where women are concerned then there's this kind of notion which is that and i i see this so much it's your life becomes about women so, like, I were, I spoke to this coach today and I said, hey, man, what does your day look like? And he goes, I wake up. And let's assume he was telling the truth. But even if he's lying, this still reflects. Let's assume this guy is lying. He's still telling me what he believes his ideal life is. So he goes, I wake up. I get a girl round from my rotation. Then I go and I do some day game. That means going out and meeting girls. Then I teach people to do day game then in the evening I get another girl from my rotation round so it's like his entire day is all about meeting girls and it's like so many no. see, you laughed hearing that so many guys listening to this now would be like whoa that's amazing because yeah. he whoa. has sex with a girl in the morning and in the evening but it's like there's nothing else that he does and the thing is like what, How? that's not
1: even different from a man with a family and a wife and kids he got to go to work every day he probably has a job he fucking hates he goes to work all day to take care of his family and his wife you know so it's pretty much the same thing Uh, men are pretty much taught that all validation is outside of ourselves and we need to chase women money and all that other shit in order to feel important and the thing is it doesn't work it doesn't work It's it's not really fulfilling even if you get a girlfriend who's an amazing person that's her, you know? She's not always going to be there. What are you going to do when she's
0: gone? And she, you're not feeling that energy that she's giving that good energy that she's giving you, know? Go right, back so to what you were saying. Mm. Validation for you, is that, are you just validated being in your body, or are you validating yourself by doing things? And By that, what I mean is like, let's say you like to paint. And you paint and not necessarily because anybody else looks at your painting but you love to paint and when you paint you go i like this i'm painting i'm living my life the way i'm supposed to it is. that's what it is and like, even your pickup
1: artist dude he, he can just feel like validation like that you know I'm, i don't know him i don't know if he's really getting validation from these women or he's just like running a brand now you know because he can be just Running, running that doing all that stuff so he has stories to tell content you know I don't know but it does come down to validating yourself and not even through all of for doing a bunch of shit I see my joy as my highest success if I'm happy I'm successful and I don't base that on anybody outside of myself I don't base it on how much money I have I don't base that on how much material shit I have cause at the end of the day all that shit gone when you die you can't have none of that shit you? you know So it's it's really about joy. And the thing is, you chase all these things to find joy. They tell you to chase these things for happiness. So really, if you're already happy, you know, it's like, hey, what the fuck is all this other shit for? You know? And and that's not to say that you don't want those things. You can still go get those things, but your happiness is not reliant on those things. We're here to create a physical experience, a pleasurable physical experience, a paradise, if you will, physically. But you have to base yourself in your energy first before you start to build out physics.
0: Hold on, Re- repeat the last thing you said.
1: You have to base yourself in your energy, get stability in your spirit, and then start building physics. I mentioned that the other day, I posted something about a, uh, a stability, a spiritual foundation, and how for me, I stopped. Growing physically, I stopped chasing the material thing and started growing within for years. And instead of growing an actual tree that everybody can see, which is the material thing, I started growing my roots into my spiritual stability, into my higher self, which is something that nobody can see. So while I don't have a lot of material shit, I like I have the fucking billions in the energy. You know, my tree has roots. The roots are so deep, I'm unshakable emotionally. You mm-hmm. know if you don't have that, and let's say, let's say you suddenly go bankrupt. You don't have that spiritual foundation, but you had this big ass tree. Now you're freaking out cause your money all gone. And are like, oh my God, what the fuck am I gonna do? When if you had that spiritual foundation, you'd be like, this is nothing. I'll create it again. That's what this is for. This quote unquote problem is for me to create even more money or more of
0: whatever. All right. So something i'm trying to get and i'm trying to what? get this for the person who's listening who isn't as aware of the concepts that you're speaking about as i am but what? this spiritual foundation which allows you to withstand the slings and arrows that life will throw at you which allows you to not necessarily care whether or not you've got women in your life which ironically makes them want you more but that's not even the point which allows yeah. them <laughs> allow- <clears throat> allows you to be like content regardless of how many zeros are in your bank account so are you just cultivating this by monitoring your thoughts on a daily basis is it a case where you you live your life you're doing whatever and then you walk down the street and you trip up and you fall over and you bang your head and then you go oh you fucking idiot and then you go whoa 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 whoa, whoa. I'm not an idiot everybody trips up so that's basically
1: it. it Yeah, it's, it's self-love and self-forgiveness. It's being gentle with yourself, you know? That's it. It's literally self-love, valuing yourself, loving yourself. Because really, if you love yourself, you wouldn't berate yourself like that. But not everybody has, or I'd say, a lot of people have had upbringings where it's just okay to do that kind of thing, you know? Attack yourself if you mess up. Talk shit about yourself. Fuck my life. Oh, man. That, oh, it's okay. Like, if you fuck if you mess up, it's, you just get back on the horse. You just get back up. Play it fuck up. I love that saying. Play it fuck up. It's okay. There's no reason to be all upset about the truth.
0: Especially not just itself. Hmm. You know what? I have just finished writing a book, as I think you know. And nice. this isn't the first book I've written. But it's the most difficult one I've written. It really is because I... have The language is actually Very intricate and I have Put a huge amount of effort Into almost literally like Every line and the Storyline is quite complex and There's a lot of fear a lot of fear A lot of fear But now that the book Is actually finished I can't Really describe the Feeling to anyone who's not done it It's like just general pride And the thing is It's like for all the time I wrote it, it's I wanted it to be the best story on earth. Like it has to be the best story on earth, it has to be, it has to be. And there's all this like pressure to make it amazing. But it's like now uh. it's actually done. I look at it and it's this was the best that I could do. Like Ooh, literally, that's the, but like, key, literally. That's, that right
1: there. Key distinction. Instead of trying to be the best story on earth and comparing yourself to all these other people I and mean, all these other writers. Just do the best that you can do. Because the thing is when we compare ourselves to people who've been doing something for so long, masters and writing and shit, we look at our own shit like it's like it's bad. But it's not. If you didn't compare your shit to somebody else, it wouldn't be bad. It would just be
0: yours. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and it's like I created it. Like I, I That's why it's so great. I mm, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. So look, I'm yeah. looking at your profile picture and I'm seeing what looks like a Spider-Man mask. You some sort yeah. of superhero, son.
1: Hell yeah, you fucking right, man. And, and you know what? <laughs> Knowing that from an early age, just loving the superheroes and shit, it really inspired me to live like that. I'm in a gym, I work out often. I, I, I carry myself like a superhero. I will be walking around chest poked out. And it's natural, because I be in a gym. I will not be like, forcing my shit out. But I feel, I feel strong when I walk around place. I feel that triumphant feeling that a superhero will feel when they step in the motherfuckers and everybody else is kind of average people, you know? And I'm just like there being that light. I really do feel like a fucking superhero, man.
0: <laughs> so it's funny because I grew up absolutely loving superheroes with a massive passion. Massive passion. And I feel exactly the same way as well. Like I always wanted to be one. I always like really identified with. It. I was like, oh my god, I'd love to have Wolverine's powers. I've always just thought that's like, you know, just the ability to heal so rapidly, and he's got his animal senses, and he can he can identify people by smell. So like, so like if there, if there was a shapeshifter, he was posing as you, and Wolverine knew you. Wolverine would know that the shapeshifter wasn't you because he, he'd sniffed and be like no 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 that's not him like you're a phony you're a fake it's like oh my god I'm so sick and like the bone claws I absolutely love that to a passion but um what was I gonna say um actually can't remember there was someone along line of superhero this year, that's what it was yeah it's about the a superhero with a Spider-Man mask oh yeah so yeah so who's your favorite superhero
1: uh, I do like Spider-Man a lot. Um, I'd say Spider-Man and Thor, like my top. And of course, like I said, Black Panther, Black Panther, you know, got to the brothers too. You know, ain't go hard. Open we'll up on Captain America and shit. But yeah, Thor,
0: Spider-Man, and Black Panther, I say my top two. Mm, you see, growing up, I absolutely loved Spider-Man. But as I got a bit older, it's like I don't really feel the same way about him now because. Spider-Man's always been like, I can't kill people, it's wrong, and it's always like, you know what I mean? It's like, when yeah, I was yeah. 14, it's like, yeah. But now it's like, bro, just enter the real world, like sometimes you have to, you know, you have to deal yeah. with people. So then I kind of gravitated towards Wolverine. Yeah, he, he gets the job done.
1: Yeah, the whole thing with Spider-Man was like, how how fucking Gucci he was when he's out there kicking people's ass. And this crazy style of fight, like he's all over the place
0: swinging around and shit on shit, you know. But that's always no, know, to Spider-Man. See, you see, I do love that, and I do. I absolutely do. Something mm. that bothers me about Spider-Man, and I'm sure I when I think about this to myself, I realise okay, this is clearly something that's going on inside of me why this actually bothers me. But it bothers me about Spider-Man is this. Spider-Man Like before, he gets his powers, he's basically being bullied—not to any real degree—but he's kind, like he's slightly disrespected. He's not like bully, bully, but they don't respect him, especially Flash Thompson, that prick. But whatever. Then he gets his powers. Once he gets his powers, it's like he still allows people to disrespect him at school. And I'm like, I'm like, bro, like, like, bro. If that was me at school.
1: <laughs> like, 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 like. go, Turn oh, like you know that booger out! Just like that. That's that. That plays into the whole role of Spider-Man, like the whole um, not the role, the uh, the premise of with great power comes great responsibility. Mm. So you know, he, if, if he was the plug and broke some kid's arm, and then everybody's looking you like, what the hell? Dude, this that's the villain origin story. So now mm. you're being hunted and shit, but you're not gonna let them hunt you. are gonna start booking everybody ass. That is uh, really
0: good for you. Actually, <laughs> right. So on a bit of a tangent. On a tangent. You said about great power coming with great responsibility, right? Let yeah, me explain yeah. the first time I saw this from my own perspective in my life. Right. From my in my oh, life, yeah. my perspective. When I was at university, as we say in the UK, or college as you guys say in America. Mm-hmm. I might have been selling myself a little bit of weed to, to support myself. I might have been doing that. Yeah. Un- weed. Well, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, did, I, I did a little bit to get money, you know. And, and you know what? I got a bit of status in my in my college because I was the dealer. And then all of a sudden, right? Like I would meet girls who knew who I was and I didn't know them but like I could tell like they kind of they were kind of attracted to me They're like oh you're Kieran ah oh. and yeah and like and I'd be like I just speak to people and they were slightly intimidated they were respectful and blah 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 and then I found myself starting to act like a prick to people yeah. slightly like I don't know i was i was just ruder and i was like less understanding and less kind and compassionate so then i but i noticed it i noticed i was doing it and then i actually had to consciously stop myself and it's like that was just it was nothing in the grand scheme of things it was like literally me being at uni and having a little bit of status there but that started to affect me and then I remember... I don't know if you remember this, but you remember when Justin Bieber went off the rails about 10 years ago? And he was just... Yeah, bad boy <laughs> yeah, and he was getting drunk and he was sleeping with hookers and blah, blah, blah. And everybody was watching that and they were like, Justin Bieber is a piece of shit. How can he be doing this? Blah, blah, blah. And I was watching that and I was thinking, you know what? I actually understand what's going on here because this guy is basically like his life is basically like Grand Fifth Auto you know like Grand yeah. Fifth Auto the whole hell yeah. yeah there's, there's <laughs> no rules do whatever the hell you that's his life it's like my god how would that actually affect you oh. so I do have huh. a question for you off the back of that although oh, did you have something you were gonna say oh no I was just like thinking about how how like you said all the powers that can really send you on the trip the power trip Yeah, well So How does somebody uh, Let's say Keep themselves Sane, level-headed Like a good and decent Person in the face Of having Things that other people may not Say for instance, say I'm looking at you right now I'm literally looking at your picture in Zoom You have what looks like An incredible body Okay, I'm seeing you're definitely under 10% body fat, must be about seven, eight, something like that. I'm seeing traps, I'm seeing chest, I'm seeing abs, blah, blah, blah. So I guess you got that handled. Then I'm hearing all of the confidence and whatnot with which you speak, looking at you on Instagram, etc. So people presumably respond to you a certain way and there must be a pull for you or at least there would be for me anyway but uh, who knows if there isn't for you but I would imagine there would be a pull to kind of stick your chest out and be like do you people not know who I am (laughs) nah hell no you know what I won't say
1: that I don't walk around like I'm the man because I do but at the same time I know that everybody is being fueled by the same energy that's fueling me and everybody can carry themselves this way. And everybody can have that same confidence. But when I look at somebody, I don't look at them as less than. I look at them as equal to me. They just haven't figured out how to be this way. And when, they, and when I do show up in somebody's reality, I know I'm the motherfucker. You know, and I don't mean to sound arrogant, but I know who the fuck I am. I know I was put there for a reason. I was put there to be a mirror for people. So when they see me, they see what they can be. You know? They see reflection of themselves. And every time they find joy in
0: who I am, that's then find joy in who they are. So, as you just said all of that, that kind of hit me. And the reason why it hit me is like, huh. You said, I'm put here to be a mirror for people to show them what they're capable of. So on the one hand, there's a genuine belief that you're incredible. So on the one hand, that could look like People could perceive that as arrogance. So there's a lot of people that say, Oh my god, that's so all right. But then on the other hand, it's like it's not, because you're saying you can do that as well. Oh. And it's like, hmm. So just hearing that statement right there, that gives me like a window into your thought process and your mind and the way you think and the way you see the world and blah blah blah. And that is very powerful. Very powerful. Yeah. I look past the physicality because
1: it's this ego. The ego is its not the truth. Who you are energetically is the truth. And who you are energetically is so much bigger it's so much more expansive than who you are in this body. Even if a person doesn't have a, an amazing body or they're incredibly attractive, they still have the same spiritual energy that I have. But they have to trust and believe in that. And I see people like that. i don't I don't never want to try to put myself above anybody else. And I've been talking a lot about that about how how uh, people are trying to use their physicality to build a spiritual hierarchy. Like a lot of women think that they're supposed to be like a gatekeeper for spirit, for men, and that's cool just because they can have babies. But that's a physical act. And many of these women who have children are far from from, from spiritual people,
0: you know? So hold on, what do you mean by women being the gatekeeper of spirituality for men? What do you mean? There's this idea that women are more spiritual because they
1: have vaginas and they can bring your life into the world. Mm. The spirituality is all about your beliefs and your energy. And that doesn't have anything to do with your body. Your physical body, unless you just can eat like shit and you feel like
0: shit. Okay. Yeah, i and also never right. really understood that mindset because women don't have babies on their own. They need a man to impregnate yeah. them. You know, it's it's, literally, it's, 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 it's a two person job.
1: Exactly. So, and it's really just ego pandering. Whenever you hear somebody saying things like to women uh, about the spirituality, about how you are this incredible spiritual thing that men need to reach their spirituality, that's bullshit. And that keeps us stuck. That keeps men from fulfilling their true power, okay? That keeps us from, from seeking our spirituality. Instead, we just seek a woman and think that we just go to her and get what we need to go. And that's
0: a lie. That keeps us stuck. That keeps us under control. Hmm. All right. So, question, speaking about control. Uh-huh. Um, so, my colleague and very good friend, Mr. Joe Elvin, has written a book called Big Dick Energy. And what it's basically about is the fact of, you know, the energy that you have when you just know that you're good enough and you know that you're know that you good enough, basically. When you look in the mirror and you like what you see. And something that he was saying in the episode, I think it's literally the last one I did, was that we live in a world where masculinity is seen as a bad thing and for men to be men is constantly being kind of looked down on and discouraged and boys are growing up looking at themselves and feeling like there's something wrong with them because they're men and being ashamed of things like that. Sexual urges, their impulses, etc. Do you have any thoughts on that? Whether or not that is true or false? And yeah, what's your opinion?
1: I believe that it's true. I believe that that is a thing that, that at some point people start looking at masculinity as inherently toxic, you know? But, masculinity is an energy so it's odd that they keep attaching masculinity to man when there are a lot of women who are practicing toxic masculinity as well so it comes down to teaching men and boys especially because those are little men and that's the, the when you really get the uh programming as a child that you are enough that it's not it's that, that you're, who you are is nothing to be ashamed of and right now, we're going through a time when men are going through just this uh, massive uh, change as women. Like women are becoming more more aggressive and more outgoing and doing more masculine things. But you'll find that men are becoming more feminine in some ways. And it's not to... to to vilify that, it's to make them okay with who they are. If you feel like you, you want to fucking paint those fingernails and shit, alright, go for it, man. Hey, it's your world. Project. I ain't gonna do it. I'm not island down like that. But I respect you <laughs> for being your authentic self. And that's what it's all about. You can't be your happiest self unless you're living who you really want to be. You know? It's all about authenticity. It's about chill
0: Who's real? Oh, uh, yeah, that's quite funny. Uh- <laughs> Oh, hold on. <coughs> okay, so this has been a great chat but um yeah need to end it now hold on oh sweet jesus um no it's been a very 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 um fun and lively conversation i've loved having you here um if for anyone who is listening who likes the cut of your jib as we say in the uk and they want yeah, yeah. they want to know more about <laughs> you they want to follow you online etc they want to see what you're about how could they do that
1: they sure, go ahead and pull me up on instagram uh, action that's the main place I, I am right now i am building some potion right now running uh three months spiritual foundation building right now it's 900 but then February 1st from up and next eighteen hundred. So uh, if you
0: think you need to uh, build on your spiritual foundation, go ahead and hit me in the DMs, and I can uh, help you with that. Get on the level, all right? That's it. Yeah. All right, yeah. Um, yeah, so for the man who's listening, the man in Taiwan, the man in Timbuktu, or the man in Johannesburg, wherever the hell you are, uh, check him out, because as you can tell, he's a very, very, very powerful and fascinating person. And this has been it Oh, shit, it for- no. I- I had one more thing I want to tell you. Yeah, yeah. so at the beginning at of the year,
1: I decided to have a white me down. Year. You ever heard the song White Me Down?
0: Hold on, you decided to have a what?
1: Have you ever heard the song Wipe Me Down? Wipe Me Down, the song? Uh, um, I don't think so. Okay, so it's a rap song, and he he's basically talking about how fresh he is, how he's looking good. He's going to the club, and all the girls is choosing and stuff like that. It's a mm. confident song. And it's going to write me down, write me down. So I've been saying, I'm having to write me down year. So I'm embodying the song, this song. Every time I listen to it, I feel that confidence. I feel that energy. And I listen to it whenever I go somewhere. Okay. So with that being said, if you have a song that makes you feel confident, that makes you feel good and triumphant, play that shit and theme your year around the energy of that song. Because doing that, I'm finding A lot more women are coming up to me and talking to me and shit. I'm getting way more compliments and shit. I had a gay dude shoot a shot at me. I'm like, damn, (laughs) this is crazy. You know, people just want to be around me. I'm having a a more fun life just because I've decided to embody "Write Me Down, the fucking song, you know? So definitely whatever song you enjoy that make you feel like that, try up your shit, be your life around that, at least for a while, and see how it
0: changes. All right, I know exactly what I would do the second you said that I'm Me by Lil Wayne came to mind. You know that track? yeah, yeah I do. <laughs> uh, that's the first thing that came to mind so I'm going to take this away with me today. That song I'm Me, Lil Wayne, I am going to embody the energy of that track for 2022. And to right. anyone who's listening find whatever song it is that works for you. Doesn't matter what genre it is, as long as it pumps you up makes you feel great embody it yeah. okay yeah and that's it for uh, game global podcast oh yeah also to the person who's listening game global.net um, join our website read our articles listen to previous podcast episodes uh youtube videos etc you can also search for game global on facebook as well and join our little community and if you want to follow me on instagram or something there's a link in the description oh yeah we'll also have a link to action in the description as well so yeah thank you very much for your time take care see you later and goodbye Yo, 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 this is Kieran And if you feel inspired by everything you just heard But not quite where you want to be with women I can help What you need to do is go to Calendly.com forward slash Kieran Callum To book in a free breakthrough session with me We will speak about where you are right now What you're dealing with What you're struggling with And how to get you from where you are To where you want to be Calendly.com forward slash C-I-A R-A-N-C-A-L-L-A-M. Take it easy. Goodbye, listeners. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs)